T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday, baby. Um, lots to celebrate today, Brian. It is Ask Be Mitch Anything, 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Call in. You can talk to an NFL legend. And at 1.30, B, mm-hmm. Landfill has prepared the What Up Everybody's from throughout the week to to see how we have progressed, which I think could be kind of entertaining. Now, let's get to these phone lines. The MGM National Harbor listener lines are open. We're going to start. Our guy Rick on the route is on line three. Rick, ask B. Mitch anything. What's up, Rick? B. Mitch, JP, what's going on, guys? Great show as always. We chilling, bro. Thank you. All right, so my question is, with Super Bowl week coming up, I was thinking about this, and I wanted to know your opinion. B. Mitch, I'm going to give you four head coaches, four Super Bowl head coaches. All I want you to do is give me two of them. But out of the two that you give me, one would be on your team, and the other one you would be facing against to go in a Super Bowl, hypothetically. You ready? Okay. Yep. All right. Bill Parcells. Bill Belichick. Joe Gibbs, Andy Reid. Just give me two of them, but one has to be your coach for the Super Bowl. The other one has to be the coach you're facing. And that's my question. That's a complicated question. I kind of got lost. Give me Joe Gibbs as my coach, and I would want to go against Belichick. Why? Because I want to see Joe's mind against Belichick's mind. That's cool. Offensive guy, defensive guy. Yeah, I know how Bill would would put stuff together, and I know how Joe can find stuff and attack it. I would love to see those two minds face off. Did you ever play against Belichick? Yeah. When you were with Philly? Or Uh, when he was in Cleveland? I played against – when I was was in Philly for sure, and early when he was like a – Yeah, I mean, you definitely – when he was a D coordinator for the Giants and all that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Let's keep the phone lines going. Our guy Smitty is in Laurel. Smitty, what up, man? What's going on, fellas? How we doing this beautiful Friday? We good, man. Good, good, good. Brother, brother, BMS, who you who you got this Sunday? How do you see the game unfolding here in Super Bowl Fifty Seven? Yeah, let's get a pick. Yeah, I, I'm. I think I'm. Uh, I'm gonna lean with the side I think has the better overall team, and I'm going with the green. What score? Mm. Uh. 
28. So high scoring, 30-28, tight. I mean, that's what Vegas sees it. They, yeah, I mean, they've got this want. thing tight. Yeah, we want that. Who's your MVP? Jalen Hurts. I think if Philly wins, somebody is somebody else is going to have to have an outrageous game for it not to be Hurts as MVP. Yeah. It would have to be a defensive guy to do something great. Can we get Landfill's Super Bowl prediction? You want to do that later, Landini? I'm curious, uh, lifelong Eagles fan and all, sure. what, what he's expecting this Since weekend. a year and a half ago. What do you, what do you got, Landfill? Um, I have the Eagles winning easily. I think they'll walk to victory. Uh, I got 14 points in every quarter. Mahomes is clearly hobbled. It's absolutely nonsensical that they're pretending he can play. That high ankle sprain is a multi-week, if not month-long injury. Um, So whoever their backup is, I think we'll see him a lot. Chad Henney? (laughs) That's a hell of a prediction there, Landfill. Landfill, if I may. Eagles 56, Chiefs 7. (laughs) How did Mahomes play so well in the AFC title game if the ankle injury is an issue? Look, anybody can grit through it for one game, but doing it again, not going to happen. Here's <laughs> what I need you to understand. Official. Wow. All those painkillers, they can't take them to Arizona. That's interstate travel. That's a federal crime. <laughs> I, they got painkillers here, dude. <laughs> yeah. They, they'll, they'll take care of it. Um, let's keep the phone lines going because Le- Landfill just said a Eagles 56-7 to victory. I haven't given my official prediction, but it's not going to be the same color as these two. Let's go to uh, Landfill. I, I may need some help here. Is it Malong? Is that? Uh, <laughs> That's Jeff. Is this Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> What an idiot. I, I, I mean. As soon as he started talking, I knew who it was. I mean, what an idiot. Where is he? No idea. You're supposed to be at work. <laughs> he hung up on him, man. Oh, my goodness. That was something else. Um, let's go to uh, Mike in Fredericksburg. Mike, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing, JP? Uh, I'm good, dude. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. I wish I was with you. Um, Hey, is it true that Richard Montgomery uh, is a lot better than BCC? That is not true, sir. (laughs) (laughs) That is is the the Richard Montgomery football field is where I first injured my left ankle, and I've had ankle problems ever since, Brian. I got no. It was, it was a I high, got, it was a I high got no love for RM whatsoever. Was it a high ankle sprain? It was, <laughs> but when I was in high school well, a hundred years ago, they had this dude. They had this dude Gumby. I don't know what his real name was. He's one of the best football and basketball players I've ever seen. Go ahead with your well, question. Any, sir. Any, anyway, I played for Roy Lester back before you were born. But my question is, I was watching <laughs> the Pro Bowl last night, or not the Pro Bowl, the uh, NFL awards. And I was hoping I was going to be surprised and see somebody named Brian Mitchell walk across the stage. What can we do to help Brian get the golden jacket? Um, we're doing everything we can, dude. I think, 
I think two things. Uh, and thank you for the call, and RM sucks. But <laughs> I think as relates to Brian Mitchell, I think there's going to be two routes. And he hates when I talk about this, but I'm just going to do it anyway. I think, and Bill Belichick has brought this up, that the NFL needs to have a one-time special teams-only Hall of Fame class because special teamers are completely underrepresented in the Hall of Fame, and there's a number of them that belong in there. B. Mitch, Steve Tasker, Adam Vinatieri, Matt Slater, perhaps Billy White Shoes Johnson gets in that way. I, I don't know, but they need to do that. And I think... Did Hester get in? No, I don't think he did. No. That dude dominated the league. He was the most dangerous weapon on a team that went to a Super Bowl. Like, there's an underrepresentation. There there just is, and I think... It's lack of respect. Totally. That's what it is. Totally. Um, It'll happen. We're going to get it there. As long as I have air in my lungs, which is debatable, but as long as I do, (laughs) I'm going to scream about this. Um, Surprise guest. Our boy J.I. Halsell joins the program. Came to hang out. Good to see you, brother. What's going on? You always look fresh, and you did not disappoint. You got (laughs) – I don't even know how to describe this. It's like a Hawaiian golf shirt. Your best Andy Reid impression. I'm representing the fact that here in Arizona, you know, it's year-round golf weather. I can (laughs) wear this shirt. Here in February, I can wear this shirt in July. You look sharp, dude. I appreciate it. Great to see you. Um, This is our Ask B. Mitch Anything segment. So, J.I. worked for the Skins once upon a time. NFL agent has done a million different things as it relates to pro football. Anything you want to ask Brian Mitchell? I'm Body putting you on the game. spot. <laughs> I've been asked that question a lot this week. Uh, uh, <laughs> how was it to jump in there at quarterback? You see your teammates getting their face masks bent up. Mm-hmm. How was that? Uh, it was it, it was kind of bittersweet in a sense. You know, you see your, your, team, your team getting hurt, but then you get a chance to play quarterback on Monday Night Football as a rookie. Right. You know, and I had a bet with a guy that told me, I said, I'm going to play in the NFL one day. I'm going to play quarterback. He said, bet. And I was able to get some money from that, too. But, uh, <laughs> but when you look across and you see Clyde and uh, Reggie White and, you know, Seth Jordan last night, see Seth, people like that, you wonder, like, what the hell have I got myself into? But once they started taking the snaps, we went down and got a touchdown out of the nah, drive. You, so. you threw a nice out route there yeah. on, on a rope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm sure uh, the Niners this year wish they had a Brian Mitchell. Dude. Come in there and play quarterback for them. Yeah, I, they could have used for it. it. You got to prepare for it. And I – it, it was so funny. I told people that when I got there, they started talking about emergency quarterback. I said, so who is it now? It was Russ Grimm. <laughs> Imagine For real? That. Russ Grimm you was the emergency guard in there at quarterback. And he used to play quarterback at some point in his, in his life, but – Coach Gill was like, now we get to move Russ away from it. I was like, cool. Can you I don't... imagine if they brought Russ Grimm in to play quarterback? <laughs> well, a great segue to this weekend, Lane Johnson, the right. former right quarterback, tackle, is a former quarterback. He played quarterback at the JUCO level. Yeah. And yeah. that's why he tested out of his world at the combine when he came out. I remember imagine co- that. I, dude, I remember covering <laughs> Trent Williams at practice. Like, you know, guys start stretching. But a lot of stretching is kind of guys just hanging out. Yeah. Trent would always be airing it out. And he'd always be telling Jay to call a play for him. He's like, let me throw a touchdown. Let me throw a touchdown. Um, Jordan Reed was recruited to Florida as a quarterback. Yeah. Logan Thomas. And Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas was a quarterback Quarterback in the NFL. He was drafted as a QB. I I just think teams should prepare for it like that because you basically don't have two when you go into a game. And if you had someone who had the experience at it, 
you may have a, a game plan for him. Yeah. Because they were thinking about putting Christian McCaffrey back there. What was he going to do? He wasn't going to be throwing the ball. He's been out there running the yeah. like Tony Rice. I mean, <laughs> dude, he would have looked better than whatever they had Brock Purdy doing. But, hand off. Uh, yeah. Hand off left, hand um, off right. Well, so we're lucky enough to be joined by J.A. Halsell now. Um, since we got you, this may be a weird spot for you because you rep other players all around the league. We understand that. Um, what do you think happens with Deron Payne and the Commanders? Yeah, I think, you know, we talked a lot about Deron last summer, right, and when there wasn't any conversations on an extension. And the question was like, wow, you know, I guess he's going to play his last year here in Washington. What what happens with from a club perspective is you want to keep as many options on the table for as long as possible. And so you don't want to commit too early to giving him an extension. And then you see how it plays out. And to his credit, the kid played really well this year. Really well. Right? And so I think – if you're Washington, you have to investigate, do you give him the defensive tackle tag so that you can extend that timeline to do a multi-year deal with him? And now that we know that there's a good chance that we're going to have a rookie contract at quarterback, well, now you have some flexibility to go ahead and give him an extension, assuming it makes sense. But, you know, there's, there's the D-tackle market is going to be – it's going to move this this There's going to be some money up there. Yeah, that- there's a lot of D-tackles out there. The number for pain starts with a two, right? Yeah, I, I believe it's like oh, – well, the, yeah, the when, on, is, on an extension, it's going to be – The tag is 19. Oh, the di- tag's 19, yeah, so an extension is going to be well in excess of 20. But it's, it's what the market is. Right. And, again, if you're going to have a quarterback on a rookie contract, and even if you didn't, I, I always say that you can manipulate the cap to make it work however you, if you want to. to. If, if you want to. Want and to. if you have the cash. But, right. Because what, you got to – you got to pay those bonuses out. But you can always structure the cash flows, and this is part of the negotiation. Okay, if you're going to defer my comp, my cash, to you know, three years into the future, well, I need to get an average per year that needs to be well above the, the, you know, the market uh, top. Mm-hmm. So you can always make it work. What happened when these teams, and I've seen it when, back when Jim Lachey got hired, they give one guy who they think is their guy. And then the other guy, the next year, the salary cap goes up. But they, they try to act as if we can't pay you more than that guy, though. Yeah, yeah no, I've seen this firsthand in a couple of negotiations. Uh, uh, Daniil Hunter, the Vikings didn't want to pay him more than Everson Griffin. Mm-hmm. Um, this past offseason, you see uh, the Bucks didn't want to pay Chris Godwin above Mike Evans. And, and, look, I think the players now are sophisticated enough because there is so much information out there on the Internet in terms of market value, so on and so forth. To understand that, okay, if I did my year my deal three years ago, and there's another player in my same position who has earned it, then th- fast forward three years, it makes sense that perhaps their average per year should be more than mine mm-hmm. because I did my deal three years ago when the cap was yeah. at a lower number. Exactly. So I think players are more sophisticated, and it's just easy for clubs to kind of fall back on that excuse mm-hmm. that, oh, we can't pay you more than that guy. Like, well, you should have you signed my contract two years ago. Dude. Exactly. <laughs> if, if you don't already, you should follow J.I. on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow him at SalaryCap101. And you are so well-versed talking contracts and cap. Like, you actually deserve the Twitter handle of SalaryCap101. You're, you're, you're very good at this I, stuff. I, I appreciate it. Try, um, to, try to take, take complex concepts and you know, make it, make it, put it in language come out terms. Easy. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I don't do well with complex concepts, so please simplify it. Um, I want to ask you something broader, not specific to pain or chase or 
anybody's contract. What's the vibe in your world around Commander's ownership? That reluctantly, it seems like there is, you know, and again, I'm, I live here in Arizona now, right? So I'm, I'm far removed from it. But as an outsider looking in, the vibe is, is that there's going to be ownership change, right? Reluctantly, <laughs> albeit, right? And I think, you know, look, we've, we've changed the name. If we have a change in ownership, I think it, it's turning the page and it allows the organization, the fan base to move on, yeah. right? And, and I think it's needed, quite honestly. And, and then the next step is for them to get out of FedEx Field. It's right? a dump. And so I think all of this stuff makes sense. And it, it seems like it's to some degree happening naturally and other parts of it are being kind being, of forced. Being nudged um, a little bit. Yeah. But, Certainly some nudging. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's definitely nudging, Some good old-fashioned nudging. There, there's a subtle difference between force right, and right, nudge, right, right, right? Yeah. And, but I think this is all going in a trajectory that the fan base should feel positive about as, uh, you know, they move forward. I agree with all that. The timeline is what I care about because – Today is what, be February 10th, 10th or something? February yeah. 10th. New league year, March 15th. Tampering period, March 13th. Deals will be made the last week of February, the first week of March in Indianapolis. We all know that. For whatever reason, we have to pretend like they're not happening, but it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Are the commanders in a situation where they're making deals? If you got ownership change, and, and you can explain this better than anybody, any big money, any guaranteed money, you have to cut a check, and it has to go to escrow. Are they doing that? Yeah, I think, you know, whatever they're marching They order, did talk about budget this year. Yeah, exactly. Which we've so, never heard a team talk about. Well, well, and <laughs> having been, you know, in that building, you know, we have – You worked a, for the team. We, we have, you obviously – everyone knows that we have a salary cap, right? But we also have a cash budget. Right. Right. So we keep two sets of books. And <laughs> that um, got him in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, say, <laughs> in, 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 in a football in a football sense. And and so, you know, you operate with whatever you know your budget to be today. Um, there is probably some level of conservatism when you are structuring these deals with the uncertainty around uh ownership. Um, but you still gotta go out there and do deals and build a roster to go out there and field a winning team. So you try to give yourself as much flexibility in cap in the contract structure as possible. Does an agent right now kind of feel a little uneasy about trying to do a deal in this situation with them? I think you've always felt uneasy about signing <laughs> with Washington yeah. because of ownership, because of coaching, because there hasn't been stability there in 30 years. Yeah. So I don't think any of that really changes necessarily. And like right now it is all this coordinated thing. Yeah, go ahead. We're going to come right back. We're going to pick J.I.'s brain for another half hour or so. That was Ask Be Mitch Anything. Ask Be Mitch Anything is brought to you by Connection, the trusted technology advisor to many federal customers. Um, to everybody that called, thank you very much. Uh, we'll try to sneak in a few more phone calls, but when you get a smart guy like J.I. here, you got to start picking his brain. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. We're celebrating in Arizona. Hope you're celebrating wherever you may be listening to the program. You can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Brian Mitchell, J.P. Finley, joined by J.I. Halsell, NFL agent, former, what was your title when you worked for the Skins? Salary cap analyst. Salary cap <laughs> analyst. Was you, hey, save us money. Was that you? Basically, <laughs> go sit in this uh, room without any windows and crunch a bunch of numbers Make to figure out how we can uh, sign a really cheap roster and win games. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are a proud Gonzaga boy. All, all Gonzaga fellas are very proud of their alma mater. Hail Gonzaga. God is purple. Um, how cool was it for you to see Caleb Williams win a Heisman? That was really dope. And I think, you know, the fact that he shouted out Gonzaga in his acceptance speech was, you know, for all alumni and for the current students, a super proud moment. And, you know, the fact that he kind of used that to tee up his foundation really speaks to just kind of the impression Gonzaga made upon him in terms of being a man for others. So, uh, yeah, super proud moment. He's going to get alum. paid a lot. Dude. Oh, absolutely. I just hope he doesn't come to Washington. <laughs> I, I hope he does. And with a new owner, they can make things work. Um, you actually might be about the same age. Do you know, my, do you know Mike Kelly? There's probably a thousand dudes named Mike Kelly that went to Gonzaga. I was going to say, there's a, yeah, a lot of Mike Kellys, a lot of Irish Catholics. <laughs> but you know my boy Kelly. Every time I play golf with him and our other buddy Cisco, they say that man for stuff so frequently, and I just want to jump off the Empire State Building. And then for J.I. to come on and drop it, good God. Like, oh, my God, he's drinking the Kool-Aid, too. He's been brainwashed as well. <laughs> oh, man, something happens to you guys on I Street. I don't know. Um, all right, you will not be an impartial observer. I know you. You, you are a biased person. J.I. might be impartial. I think I sound better today than I did yesterday. I think you sounded bad, bad on Tuesday. <laughs> I sound better than you did, though. Not on Tuesday, dude. I Tuesday, I still had my fastball. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing junk and just your, trying to get guys out. Your worst is worse than my worst. My worst is definitely worse than your worst. Correct. That he can agree with you upon. Uh, we start the show most days. I say, what up, everybody? It's how we do the pod. It's how we do things. How we, every day is kickoff. you got to lock in. Landfill has yesterday's and today's version of what up, everybody, for us to determine which day is better. Landfill, I, I, I will turn the floor over to you, sir. All right, I'm going to start you guys off with yesterday's. What up, everybody? All right. I'll play that one more time. What up, everybody? That was yesterday's. Wow. 
That is that bad. Was <laughs> and then here's today. What up, everybody? I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play oh, that again. Worse. <laughs> what up, everybody? Sound <laughs> <laughs> so, like you about to bark or something, man. I sound asleep yesterday, <laughs> and I tell me, well, play, you, play you, it one you, more time. You were I, damn. You were close to sleep yesterday. <laughs> today I sound drunk. <laughs> All right, here's yesterday again. What up, everybody? And then what here's up, today. That's what up, up everybody? Like oh my god! <laughs> what up, everybody? So when I said you sound worse today. You didn't believe me. Landfill, which one do you think sounds worse? What up, everybody? I mean, today's pretty pretty <laughs> rough, bro. <laughs> All right, J.I.? They all sound really rough. <laughs> you sound real Ron Wolfley-like. You know, for, me, for those of you guys back in the D.C. area, Ron's a guy here in Arizona. And he, he sounds like a WWE wrestler. Um, so, I know Wolf. So, yeah, neither one of them sounds great. Um, let's uh... – <laughs> Neither one of them sounds great. Is accurate. <laughs> yeah, I also yeah. should perhaps be waking up more than three minutes before the show starts. Yeah, maybe that would give me a little more pep in my yeah, step. Yeah, start talking. Like I feel better now. Get your voice. I feel like I sound better bit. now than I did at eight. Yeah, but but right an hour and ten minutes ago, I didn't know what was going on. But I looked at you, and you didn't look good. <laughs> and, and you kind of did this one time, and I'm like, this dude better not throw up here. <laughs> <laughs> not in P. Mitch's bungalow. <laughs> I was like, you better not. This is a bar-free zone in the bungalow. Um, J.I., there is a pretty big game going on this weekend. Um, a legacy game. Mahomes wins, that's two. That's a different category. Hurts wins, people, All have, the haters are just, people have, have to, to shut, shut up. up. Right. Who's winning? Uh. Getting straight to the point, I think the Eagles win because they're the more physical team. I think the the it could very and I know the offensive line in Kansas City has been upgraded since they played the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but when you think about they that manhandled. you think about that Bucks Super Bowl and how they got after Patty Mahomes. Well, this D line in Philly, there's a reason why they led the league in sacks this year. Yeah, I think I think you could very well see a repeat of that Bucks game where they get after him. And you know, I know his ankle probably feels better than it did two weeks ago, but. Um, you know, Hassan Reddick and those guys are coming. So, I think Philly wins. When you start talking about balance, and, and I'm going to send this. Yeah, this is your crazy. wins and losses, Chiefs 16-3, and three, Eagles 16-3. and three. The amount of points they scored, 546 Chiefs, 546 Eagles. The number of all pro players, 6-6. Six and six. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. This is, it is crazy, man. But you look and they do it in different ways, though. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, the thing I really Six like about – Six all pros on each team? Yes. Damn. It's a lot of talent. <laughs> it's a lot of talent. You know, and to Philly's credit, like, you know, Howie Roseman, their general manager, has done a great job of putting together an all-star roster and manipulating the cap so they could do it. But when you look at Philly on offense, the fact that – you know, if they want to play Smash Mouth and run the ball, they can do that. They want to spread you. If you want to spread them out, they can do that too. Mm-hmm. Like they're so versatile on offense yeah. that um, you know I think that also sets them apart as well. I think for all of the celebration of that Niners defense, and and they were a very good defense. Don't get me wrong. I want to say it was the first drive of the third quarter in the NFC title game. Um, it may have been – it was either the first drive of the third quarter or right before halftime. 
But the Eagles had a 14 play. So it was it was just before halftime. The Eagles had a 14 play, 67 yard drive, resulted in a touchdown, where they had possession from eight and a half minutes to the 92nd mark. Right, seven minutes of possession, 14 plays, shoving it down your throat. Yeah, and that Niners defense is elite. And then it was in the third quarter, they had another 15-play, 72-yard drive. Those drives are demoralizing. KC's defense is not. They're not San Francisco. No. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I talk about, the physicality that they can play with. Yeah. I remember that with with Gibbs a lot where he said, we're going to run four-minute offense. And I'm like, Coach, we're in the third quarter. And we held the ball sometimes 10 minutes. Dudes couldn't do anything about it. He just run it. Run it, pop pass. Run it, first down. Run it, and it, they just he. That, when you go through that as a defense and the offense sitting on the on the sideline going like, damn, we get a chance. Now that offensive coordinator, guess what he does? Just start passing. Yeah, because they start pressing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they 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 have a lot on that side. I this game, I, I know the experience goes on the other side, but that team played great this year. Sirianni. Was crazy in his first uh, press conference, but the man he got to his <laughs> he, he got to his team. Question for you, because you probably dealt with them professionally. Is Nick Sirianni a tool? <laughs> <laughs> he has the ability to play that card. <laughs> like he, ha- he he possesses the card. Yeah, he can play right? that, and he he plays it. And, and don't get me wrong, there are actually times where you need to play that card. Not everybody has that card to play, and so like there are times and places for being a tool and where that's actually beneficial to the circumstances. I'm happy to laugh about his dorkiness, but he really made me mad when he when randomly out of nowhere decided to insult Daryl Green and Art Monk. Like, what are you <laughs> doing, dude? Just shut up. If, if, if that incident never occurred, I can handle all the other goofy stuff, right? Yeah. Like, and, and I'm not trying to not like he'd, he'd been a head coach two seasons was a wild card, and now he's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's doing something right. That team, however, is loaded. Yeah, I was going to say, I, you know, and I know uh, Julian Love got in trouble for, you know, the, yeah. about saying, oh, it's not the coach, it's the roster that he happens to be coaching. I'm not sure he's wrong. And I was going to say, I think there's some, there's some truth to that, right? That, like I mentioned earlier, Howie Roseman has done a great job of assembling a roster that he now, that Sirianni coaches, that, you know, has gotten them to where they are uh, this week. Um, but, you know, the coach does play a role in that, though. I, I tell people it's all the time. It's got to be some like, factor. Yeah. Automatically, when you see a team talented, people automatically assume it's easy. But that many talented guys are a bunch, bunch of egos. A coach to have to manage that, I think, should get more credit than people give credit for sometimes. No, absolutely. You bring an Indomitian Sioux in in the middle of the season. <laughs> exactly. A guy who's a former All-Pro, a top-two pick with his resume – you know, you've got to manage that ego, and how do you how do you do that? So, yeah, that's a big part of being a head coach. That I think is very underrated because we all get caught up in you know Sean McVay's X's and O's as an example. Yeah, but it's the personality management, the locker room management that is very Makes underrated. More, more of the difference. Well, and dude, I say this all the time. That's that's the area that Ron Rivera excels. The people side of football. Sure, Ron is really good at. I don't think he should be running a front office, but he's really good at the people side. Sure. Um. I, I think, you know, specific to this game, it is – it's so remarkable that arguably the biggest story for each of these two teams in the offseason was related to a star wideout. 
Philly went and got one in A.J. Brown, and KC sent one away. Say bye-bye. And they're here. So uh, I think it made them a better overall team. I think I think Hill, making Pat I agree, look for Hill. I think the departure of Tyreek Hill, like when you acquire an A.J. Brown, you can see easily how that makes you better. But the departure of a Tyreek Hill only amplifies the importance of Travis Kelsey to me. Because when you replace Tyreek Hill with guys like, and this is not to knock these guys, but Juju and Kadarius Tony, they're not Tyree, and, right? Yeah, Valdez Gantling, they're not Tyreek Hill. And the fact that they still find themselves here this week to me is that much more impressive. Yeah. That Andy Reid and his staff have been able to put that talent together and get them here. Totally, Lil Pacheco could play, dude. I, oh, <laughs> and to find like, him on day three, I like Jet yes. McKinnon, dude. I, I mean, that oh, guy oh, yeah. has been nothing but good everywhere he's gone in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. He's got he's got wheels. He's got hands. You know, a, a very willing blitz pickup. Like he's not the best I've ever seen, but he, he gives it everything he's got. Yeah, and he's pretty good at it. All you got to do is hit the hit a linebacker one time, right in the chest, and they will realize that okay, this one is not going back down. Here's the thing about the Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon was that when you think about him in Minnesota and San Francisco, they they want him to be the guy. He's not that. Right. Right. But to be a piece on a winning team yeah. and play a big role, that's where he excels. And to kind of segue this to the commanders, I actually think that's who Antonio Gibson can be maybe somewhere else. They've never used him right. Like, yeah. don't, he doesn't need to be the guy. Right. But in situations it, how Kansas City uses Jarek McKinnon, I think an Antonio Gibson can excel and if, help a team win Andy a lot Reed of games. That dude. If, and, if Antonio <laughs> Gibson landed in Kyle Shanahan's offense, exactly. you know what I mean? Brian? Made it. We made it to the finish line yeah. of another Super Bowl week. <laughs> they said it couldn't be done. <laughs> we did it. I'm telling you, man, I'm not doing Vegas for a week. I, I won't make it. You can make it. I don't think I can make it. Last time I went out there, dude, my wife sent me to the hospital when I got home. <laughs> she thought I had COVID. I did not. Remember, I had the heater in my car on really high, mm-hmm. and so then I came in, and she felt my forehead. She's like, oh, my God, you're burning up. Go to the hospital. Once I turned the seat heater down, I was fine. <laughs> You're a fool. I'm definitely a fool. Um, I can only go to Vegas for three nights. I'm telling you that now. So you can pick how we're doing it. I would like to play some golf. Bees, if you're listening. but You basically um, were here just four nights. And this is, I, I love Arizona, but it ain't Vegas. I know. I can't, three nights is all I'm doing next year. I'm telling you. I'm telling Ahmed. I'm telling anybody who's listening. You can do four. Oh, God. I don't know if I can, man. I can. <laughs> My wife made me come tell, home early I, from Atlanta. Tell, you think tell, I can tell, do four nights in he Vegas? He has to learn sometimes to pump the brakes a little bit early. God, pace yourself. He doesn't. It's, it, it's not a Boys, it's I'm a miracle, 41 not a years old. This, this zebra ain't changing you? these stripes. How? 41. Oh, come on, man. You're young. How old are you? You're younger than me. No, I'm not, I'll be 46 in June. Well, you look better than me. <laughs> so you got, fitness helps. You got, you got living in this sun actually is helpful. I need to get back you gotta, on You got to pace yourself. I'm, I, Brian, you've known me a long time now. You, you, you think I'm going to learn to pace myself? You have to. <laughs> okay. Says the guy that went to bed at 6 o'clock on Tuesday. That's the first night. <laughs> and, um, but I have been a trooper since. You have been a trooper since. I'd argue I've been a trooper as well. Every day on the show, we make Bets, we call it, heard it here first. Let's go, Landini.
Um, so Jeff doesn't have a lot of duties on the program. His, his, his jobs are answer the phones, which he does at a marginal level, um, and keep track of the bets. And it's Friday of the Super Bowl, and we don't even know where Jeff is. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Landville, did you ever find out where he was except for that prank call he made into the program? No, nope, no clue. Banner day for our boy Jeff Walker for president. <laughs> um, Landville, it appears you won the week. Go ahead and gloat. Uh, yep, I am an expert at gambling. Everyone knows this. <laughs> um, like I said earlier, I made that prediction that the Eagles are going to win 56-7, to so that's obviously coming true uh, because I won. I am the champion. I'm going to play this for me. <laughs> uh, I don't need Beamich at various points was making like eight bets a day, and somehow you've got him at one and two for the week, the same record as me. Yeah, I they think wouldn't what, allow my bet. Like they, y'all took y'all bets away, so you wouldn't allow my extra bet. Yeah, that's what we decided. If we had added those, uh, I still would have won. You guys would have been one and three, and I would have been two and two. Okay, so Landville won the week thoroughly. Um, congratulations, yeah, buddy. Yeah. I am the uh, champion. And Jeff the Eagles will be the champions. Jeff definitely lost the week. Yeah, completely. My official Super Bowl prediction. Record this, Landfill, for posterity. Eagles, 24. Kansas City Chiefs, 26. Book it. All right. Chiefs are winning this thing. Okay. Hater. Three best players. Three best players on the field are who? Mahomes, Kelsey, Chris Jones. I don't know. Reddick is this year Give me man the, came off the edge, did some stuff now. I'll take Chris Jones. You can have Reddick. You, you just said it you just said it a few minutes ago. Six and six, all pros, right? Both so, sides. On both sides. So there, there's talent on, on the Eagles side too. Here's what I know. You're giving me points with Patrick Mahomes, I'm taking them. I'm taking them every damn day. <laughs> Thank you to everybody that listened to the program today. Thank you to Joe Valerio for joining us. Thank you to PFT Commenter for joining us. Thank you to J.I. Halsell for joining us in person. Salary cap 101, baby. Great, great stuff. Great, great week. Me and B back in studio where we belong next week. Thank you to Arizona. (laughs) Thank you to the desert. Thank you to the sun. Thank you to the world's wildest golf tournament. Grant and Danny coming your way next. If you made it this far, I owe you a D.C. brow. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.